You're listening to The Served Up Show, a podcast that features inspiring beverage professionals and topic experts that share their passions through meaningful content. Your hostesses, Bridget Albert, is best known as the Market Fresh Mixologist, an industry mentor with over 25 years of experience. And I'm Julie Milroy, best known for my passion for leading change and helping others grow in their careers. Grab a cocktail and sit back. Let's learn how we can make a positive impact in our industry. Hey, y'all, it's Bridget here. I had the pleasure of chatting with my dear friend, Elaine Dupp. She is the Director of Advocacy for Samson in Surrey. Elaine shared with me her passion for spirit education really emphasizing the importance of training and mentoring to help others explore and appreciate the art of fine spirits. Her wealth of knowledge and her dedication to the craft makes this episode a real must to listen for both enthusiasts or those who are looking to take a deeper dive into the world of beverages. So grab yourself your favorite Widow Jane cocktail Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Elaine, welcome to Served Up. I am so happy to have you on the show today. (laughs) I'm so, so happy to be here with you, Bridget. You know, I'm a big fan of yours, so I'm very thrilled and honored to be on your podcast. So thank you. Oh my goodness, you're welcome. I am also a fan of yours. So can you tell our listeners a bit about your journey from working in hospitality to becoming a spirit educator, you know, a real leader under brand advocacy, and what really inspired your transitions in hospitality? I started off my career working in, you know, for one of the biggest suppliers, you know, I worked for Diageo, which is an incredible thing. Uh, and then I've also worked for Anheuser-Busch before joining Samson and Surrey. So, and running my own company, the Beverage Brand Ambassador Academy, uh, which I run through Duff on the Rock. So, you know, it has been a journey of, you know, what's the next step? How the industry is working? What are my interests? What, what can I do to help? Um, so within, you know, working for a big supplier, you know, you get to learn lots of different things. Like I got to learn how to launch brands within the marketplace, you know, how to look at brands and get to learn. That was one of my first roles. It's like, okay, so what do we do? How do we get this brand into the marketplace? How do we connect with consumers? How do we connect with trade? And then I got to learn how to do that on, on a large scale. And I get to do that now with my new job, which I love. Um, which is amazing. I get to work really closely with the marketing team and with the field teams. So when they have an idea or we have a new idea, we get to put it out there really quickly because it's a small, very, it's a small company within a big company. So it allows us a lot of like, just they give us a lot of autonomy to kind of just do what we need to do and get it done. And, you know, and then another part of my job is like, I saw the industry starting to evolve, right? I saw that cocktails and mixology were becoming a thing. And I saw, you know, Steve Olson, I always give the story. Steve Olson came in, gave a presentation in my office, and he was so passionate about spirits and he was so sp- passionate about cocktails. And I just thought, I don't know what that guy gets done, but I know what I just paid him and I want to do that job, you know? And I was like, 
this seems like an amazing uh, career to have, to be able to take something. I was already really passionate about spirits. I was already starting to get passionate about cocktails, but this is 2005. So nobody knew a lot. So, you know, I decided like, how do I do that? So I just really appealed to, I, I started talking to people like, how do I get that job? What is that job? And I was really lucky. You know, the company was really open to me saying, hey, I'd like to be your head mixologist and head educator. And they were like, Okay. And to be honest with you, and I'll tell anybody out there, it took about two years of me asking, prodding, doing my research, putting it out there in the world, studying a lot about spirits, asking a lot of people before somebody actually said yes. And they said, yep, we could totally see that. We need that role. Let's get going. What do you need? So I dove headfirst into learning everything I could about spirits and bar five had taken off. At that time, so I took bar five. I was really lucky to have people around me like Dale DeGroff and Jim Meehan, who I met through those things, uh, bar five. Um, and I made a lot of bad drinks. I probably gave a lot of wrong information <laughs> at the beginning, but you learn. And, you know, that is something right now, you know, I learned throughout that company was to be a good brand ambassador, like really like, how do I get to work with these amazing brands? How do I get to educate? the trade and the consumer in a way that's actually useful to them. So it's not just brand knowledge, but actually category knowledge, right? It's like, how do I teach them how to make wise decisions? And believe me, people fought against that. You know, when you work for a large corporation, they don't like you talking about anybody else besides themselves. Um, so it was an education for them. Like, hey, this is good for all of us. If we broaden the category um, and get people understanding what bourbon is, what gin is, so they can make a decision. And of course, I'm going to influence towards our brands, but they'll know why they're choosing our brands. Uh, and that's something I get to do with my own team right now. It's like we get to create this incredible education programs at Samson and Story for my brand ambassadors, where they get to learn about, and most of them are pretty well educated to begin with. Um, but they love being able to give trainings about categories. They love being able to talk about our incredible brand. So it really is. It's such a, it's been an incredible journey. Like being going from the corporate side of marketing and creating events to then going the education side and mixology and brand side to then going on TV. I mean, who knew? Who knew a career making drinks could lead you to go on shows like Watch What Happens Live and Bar Fi I'm sorry, and uh, Bar Rescue. And whoever thought like that would be a career building thing, but it did. It helped me a lot in building my career. Salespeople could then just introduce me as that person. It's Elaine from Bar Rescue. It's Elaine from Watch What Happens Live. Not that they ever used that one, but my, my friends thought that one was really cool. Uh, <laughs> and... Um, and it's something now that I'm, I'm helping my own team because I'm a big fan of you need to build your own brand within the company and within the trade. So now I'm working with my own uh, advocacy team, which we call the boss team, their bar operations specialists, um, to help them build their own brand uh, and to build within the company. So they promote themselves so that everybody knows what they're doing but also within the trade. So it's something we're working on right now. It's like, how do we get them out there in the world? So people are barely excited to see them when they walk through the door. My goodness, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, <laughs> you've had such a So career. much, sorry, such I probably babbled too much. Well, no, not at all, not at all. The less I talk, the better. Um, you know, in the world of spirits, because you really have mentored and taught and um, have been such a pillar for 
brand ambassadors, can you tell me just really in the world of spirits, what role do brand ambassadors play in really shaping the customer's perception and preference of a brand? And how has this role evolved over the years? Absolutely. I mean, it has changed. The one thing I've learned is that nobody's job is the same, right? Everybody, you know, after, you know, interviewing a lot of people on my podcast, Celebrate the Brand Ambassador, I started realizing, I'm like, oh my God, you know, we all have one job. One job is advocacy, right? Our job is to build love for our brands, you know, get people to love them, understand them and choose them with joy. Like, oh my God, I'm excited about drinking, you know, that particular brand. And I feel confident about buying that brand. So I think that's every brand ambassador's job. Um, but every job out there is different. Every brand does it differently. And I've seen it evolve in the fact that it's it's like, you know, there were the days of Simon Ford, you know, where like you, you were able to spend your corporate card and do these big events and big trade events. And I think we all miss that. Um, the job has definitely evolved. We all realize sales is a big part of it. There has to be some sort of sales. If you are not driving some sort of purchase at the end of the day, you know, you're not helping support your own position. But I do think the most important part is education and advocacy and working so that, again, talking about how do I help to trade? If I'm a brand ambassador, my job is to go into a bar and it's like, how do I help you? How, how do I help build your business? I don't want you taking in my brand if it doesn't work for you. But it's not. Even, and then if you do take it in, it's like, OK, how do I make it move off the shelf? But also, is there something else I can do? I come to the table like most brand ambassadors come to the table with so many skill sets. You know, they probably ran a bar program. So they know how to do costing. They know how to create cocktail menus. They know how to help you price things. They know how to like develop a program, whether it's your whiskey program or your tequila program. And as we all know, the industry has evolved to the point, you know, after COVID, where there's a lot of untalented, not untalented, there are not as experienced people out there in the world. So I think the brand ambassador's job is so much more important. Because sales reps have lots of accounts. It's not as easy for them to spend as much time with an account. Where a brand ambassador, your job is very busy, but that's your job. I mean, that's what I encourage my team to do. I'm like, find your accounts that are going to be, they're going to be teammates with you and you can really help develop them and you can work together so that, you know, they're walking away going, wow, I really like working with Phil or Kenya, not only because they, you know, they have great brands, you know, but they also help my team. They help elevate them. They help them teach them the classics. They helped us create our cocktail menus. So they're also a team player and helping build that business. And at the end of the day, I think that's what a brand ambassador's main job is. And more than ever today, I think that's the biggest opportunity and the biggest, the thing everybody should be focusing on. How do we get our industry back to where it is? And as a brand ambassador, what can I do to help? You just touched on something. So, you know, what can you do to help? So tell me, Elena, what challenges do you see brand ambassadors facing today? And how do you guide them really to overcome those challenges? This is not true. I mean, I'm going to talk outside of my own company right now. The, the one thing I do see in the industry happening is there's a lot of small brands that are coming into the marketplace and, and they want brand ambassadors. And unfortunately, they're using their brand ambassadors as salespeople, 100% sales. And I constantly tell them, and they're only hiring part-time people. And they're expecting the world out of these part-time people. And I'm like, you, you can't do that. They only have a limited amount of time. 
Um, they're not, shouldn't be a hundred. If you want a salesperson, hire a salesperson or be transparent. Like, Hey, I'm bringing you a brand ambassador, but your 95% of your job is sales and education is 5%. And really it's more of a sales job. I'm just calling you a brand ambassador because it sounds cool and you'll get to do some cool brand ambassador things. So I think that's a problem that's happening right now is that people aren't utilizing brand ambassadors in the right way. They are making them more into salespeople rather than advocacy. Mm -hmm. Um, so for, you know, my own team, it's like for them, it's more of the struggle is like, how do we balance that? It's like, I know I need to align my goals with the sales team to work on helping them drive. But then I also have my own goals of helping build programs that are kind of a little more education focused or a little more fun. So it's like, how do I balance that? And I'm really lucky. I will say and I'm not just saying this because I work for Samson Story. The sales team, I've never worked with salespeople who get what an advocacy person does and knows how to use the brand ambassadors in the right way. They really know like, you know what, Elaine, I get it. Here's our goals. I get that they're there just to support me. And I'm going to utilize them in a way to do education um, and to make sure they're doing cool activations. I think at the end of the day, that's the biggest challenge for any brand ambassador is time management. They love their jobs, right? And you never feel like you're really working sometimes because you're out in accounts all the time. And, you know, you're getting paid to go out drinking. I mean, responsibly. But a lot of times it doesn't feel like work. And it's sometimes reminding them, hey, take a day off. Take a break. You were working. You went to five accounts last night. I know it's fun and you love your job so much. Um, that doesn't feel like you're working, but you were working. And it's like, sometimes I have to remind them of that because a lot of people tell me that they get burnt out because they forget that they're working and they say yes to everything because they constantly feel like they have to prove themselves. Um, and I have to remind them all the time. It's like, no, it's like you were working. You, I get, you can't be in this meeting tomorrow because you were out to two executing events and you need to sleep in tomorrow because you need to live a well-balanced life. So I think that's their biggest challenge. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I mean, time, we only, there's only so much time in a day, yeah. you know, and FOMO is real. Fear of missing <laughs> out is absolutely real. So can you share a memorable success story that you've had in your career that made a significant impact on a brand's visibility and reputation? So one of the most important programs that uh, we're developing and I'm really excited about, and I think it's going to make a huge impact is it's called Paseo del Agave. And it is educating the distributor and the trade about Mezcal. And I think it's the reason why I think it's going to be so important is because we obviously know that obviously the agave category is growing. And there's now a big thing about the no additives movement, which I think is so important because I don't know about you, but I just tasted, I just went to a judging competitions. I tasted so much flavored tequila that's not consecutively flavored. But it's also, so in this category, mezcal is so complicated, right? It is so, it's a category that you have to understand what the palenques are, what the mezcaleros are, how to produce, uh, pronounce each of the different agaves that exist. So this program, is not it's going to teach distributors literally how to understand it in a comprehensive way like the difference in mezcal and tequila how to explain it to the trade um and we're not only building it as you know i have the brand ambassador academy which is all online so we're going to do it online so they get like a baseline knowledge and then we're going to do it in person right so it's going to help them understand it 
so that they get this knowledge and they're not walking in blind to the first time training. They're going to have a baseline that they can ask intelligent questions on and really understand. Because um, we work, I mean, the Mescal work is Mescalago. We have four different palanques, four different Mescaleros. You know, there are multiple different types of agave that I have to work with. So this is, I believe, is going to really help them. And then around that, we're going to do trade activations because I think people don't know what to put behind their back bar and Sometimes they're just putting the big brands because that's the only ones they know of. So it'll give them the information, allows them to go, no, I'm going to have, you know, one Pachuga, you know, a couple of Espadine. This is why I'm choosing that. What's the difference between artisanal and ancestral, you know, and to understand why no preservatives matters, no additives matters. I think it's, I'm really excited about it. It's got rolling out this year into next, it's starting in uh, November. um, And I can't wait. I think it's going to make a huge impact for our distributor. Um, it's going to make a huge impact for the trade and just help people make better decisions. So that's one of my main goals is helping people make better decisions. Well, I think that that's wonderful because that is a really tough category to tackle when it comes to education. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. not easy. So hats off to you. I can't wait to see what you create. <laughs> I can't I'm wait to see, to see it. it as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, let's shift gears. I want to talk about your podcast, Celebrating Brand Ambassadors, where you really focus on highlighting stories of brand ambassadors. You know, how do these stories contribute to a deeper understanding of the spirit industry and brand promotion? It gives an understanding because as a brand ambassador, we know, right, they're out in bars and restaurants. And the questions I ask are more geared towards First is what what the job actually is and what it entails. I think most people have a misunderstanding of what a brand ambassador actually does. Um, they, you know, we're ahead with a credit card. Um, so it gives them a deeper understanding of their day-to-day, right? So how they're engaging uh, with the bar owner and what that looks like and how they have to engage with the bartender. So it understands like what do how do bartenders make this how do buyers make decisions of what's they're gonna what they're gonna carry in their brand and then how does that brand ambassador help with that decision? Um how do they, you know, it really is a best practice kind of podcast. It's more about not more understanding how the spirits industry works. It's more about how that particular position works and how do they operate on a day to day. So it's like, okay, so how am I day to day how do I do a work with? How do how, how does it work with work? Like if I'm going out with a distributor, a what is one? How are they working with the sales reps? How do they prep with that sales rep? You know, how do they then? Okay, so what is the position of a market manager and what are their responsibilities? So I think it gives the trade and if a consumer is listening to it, a better understanding of like what each role within the industry is and what their responsibilities are. And what are their day-to-day interactions and how do they operate in the field? So it's like, how are they engaging with the with a bar? Um, how do they best approach it? Like, how do you meet a buyer? You know, what there was one of some of the tactics you are to meet a buyer, and how do you win that buyer over? You know, and understanding that buyers have multiple different personalities. So it's like one approach and how you have to cater your approach every time you walk in there, um, you know, so that you're meeting them at, on the on the same plane. And then how one of my favorite ones is knowing you'll never look at a bar the same when you become, once you enter the industry, you now sit at the bar and you look at the back bar. And as a brand ambassador, you know, I asked everybody, I'm like, so what do you look for? You know, how they're looking at the menu differently. You're never looking at the menu for a drink you want to enjoy. You're looking for the menu for like, where are the gaps? What products do they have on the menu? Where can I put my product on this menu? 
Um, you don't really enjoy your bar as much as you used to. You know, what's the gap on the back bar? Um, where can my product fit in there? So it's literally teaching them like how a brand ambassador operates when they're an account, what research they do, how do they work with buyers? And yeah, and then what are the different roles and how do they engage with each other? And that's kind of the main stories. But every brand ambassador has a different approach. Every brand ambassador's job is different. So they have different responses to every question I answer, which is amazing. Um, to find out different ways of doing the exact same job in multiple different ways, which I love. Yeah, that's... Well, everyone is so unique, right? So they're yeah. all making their own like fingerprint on the position, which I think is really awesome. Really yeah. cool. Absolutely. Everybody has a character, right? Everybody has brings their own little personality. Um, you know, some are doing YouTube shows, some are doing like crazy activations because they're fun and wild because their company gives them that kind of autonomy, you know, and some have strict, like very straight and narrow jobs, you know, like mm -hmm. just kind of go in, they do their job. So, you know, it's teaching people like choose your company well, choose your brands well, you know, don't just take any brand ambassador job, ask a lot of questions to make sure the job is the right and brand is the right fit for you. That's a big one as well. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Um, what fuels your passion for the hospitality industry and for your current career at Samson and Surrey? You know, I, the one thing I love about this industry is that when I first fell in love with it was I loved hearing and learning about the different spirits. You know, I love, I was a history buff when I was younger. Not a, I'm not a nerdy history buff, but I just, that was always my favorite class. And as you know, all spirits have a connection to history, right? There's all these different connections. So I loved hearing the stories and I loved being an educator and I love seeing people's eyes open when you kind of give them new information and facts, right? So that kind of started driving me, my curiosity and my passion and obviously cocktails, who doesn't love cocktails? So I started really loving that. Um, but it's really the people, the people within our industry, the, they are generous. You know, if you want to learn something, people are willing to teach you. And I thought that was really incredible. Um, they're fun. Um, you know, I love food and I love cocktails. Um, and the brand ambassador role was something that encompassed all of that. It allows us, I love education. So it allows us to educate others. It allows us to kind of help other people. You know, there's, we get to elevate consumers and trade and everything about that was just so appealing to me. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I get to help others, but in the most fun possible, because I'm going to help others. And we get to drink cocktails at the same time. So how better, how much more fun is that? And we get to travel, right? So that's a big one, seeing other countries, exploring other cultures. So, you know, my job at Samson and Story was such an amazing evolution because, as you know, I, I worked as a brand ambassador for a really long time in mixologist for Diageo. And then I created the Brand Ambassador Academy, which is a training tool for brand ambassadors because there is none. Um, and nobody teaches how to do the job. And when Samson and Surrey came calling, it just made so much sense because it's like, oh, I get to run my own team. I get to hire people and develop a team that's going to get to do all the things we love to do. And we get to do it together. And I get to kind of help mold them and elevate them and get them out there in the world to just do what they do best. So, Well, you are someone that I deeply admire. And I think that what you're doing through your programming is so cutting edge and so important especially for those that are just entering from, you know, behind the bar into a position like a brand ambassador. And like you said, there is, there's not really like a path. And so mm -hmm. you're really, you know, creating that path 
and those opportunities. And I'm just incredibly proud of you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. And I will say, just like, the one thing I love about my company, I never thought I'd love a company is because they give you so much autonomy. It's like, Elaine, whatever you think is best, we trust you. You have an entrepreneurial spirit. Like I'm like, I, my team is going through my brand ambassador academy. I'm like, I'm getting to use my own tool. They're like, fantastic. Let's bring everybody through the program. I'm like, let's make it all happen. So I don't, and we get to do some really cool, amazing things. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it, it, but it's hard work because we do a lot of crazy events, but yeah, no, thank you. I, I, you being proud of me means more to me than anything else. <laughs> oh, I am. I think I can't wait to see what you do next. Um, we, are you up to doing a lightning round with me? Sure. Okay, cool. Ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Your go-to spirit for a celebration. Ah, tequila, tequila Ocho, the Reposado. Ooh, best piece of advice you've received in your career? Uh, yeah, get your expenses in on time. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. No one likes to do their expenses. No. That's actually a real good one. Favorite cocktail to whip up at home? Blue coat martini. Ooh, one word to describe the spirits industry today? Evolving. Ooh, good one. Most rewarding aspect of being a brand ambassador? Uh, travel. <laughs> a memorable aha moment from your podcast? Pass, no idea. Okay. <laughs> <Too hard. laughs> All right, here's an easy one. Top tip for aspiring spirit educators. Do your research. Get Make sure you're not just looking at one book, one space, one website. Make sure you get a full picture of any spirit that you are studying and going to be educating about. Amazing. And I will end it with one place in the world that you would love to hold a tasting event. Barcelona. Barcelona. Oh. <laughs> I think Barcelona is always fun. I agree. Elaine, I want to thank you for being on Served Up. You are incredible. Where can folks follow you? I appreciate that. Uh, right back at you. So you can follow on Instagram uh, at Duff on the Rocks. Uh, I also have a website uh, at Duff on the Rocks as well. And then if you want to learn about the Brand Ambassador Academy, just head to the beverageba.com uh, and you can find out everything that's uh, involved there. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Lane, I want to just wish you some great health and a lot of peace. Thank you. Cheers to you. <laughs> thank you. You too. Thank you. It was such a pleasure. Thanks for listening. Served Up is brought to you by Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits. Produced by Zunu.online. Music by We Kill the Lion can be found on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe to be notified of future Served Up episodes. Cheers. <laughs>